In a mythical realm known as elsewhere Stands a woebegone place of little fanfare Rivercliff Museum Can't convince the folks to see them It's fantasy meets drudgery With a splash of workplace comedy Evil forces raid the countryside The museum hides the secrets in plain sight Who knows what might occur Once the Dark Lord returns Will I fill the history page As second comings go, this one was off to a lacklustre start. There was no running, no weeping, no panic in the streets. In fact, the citizens of Rivercliff were largely unaware that they were being occupied by recently revived villainous forces. The average man on the street may have noted an increase in goblins among the crowds, having risen from none to rather a lot now that you point it out, but that was about it. One group that definitely noticed was the staff of the Rivercliff Museum of Mostly Natural Histories. It's impossible to miss a resurrected Dark Lord who storms your front gate and demands you return his enchanted crown. It's even more impossible to ignore him as he takes up residence in the exhibit space as though it were a bed and breakfast for wayward warlords. So, the staff knew that the Dark Lord had returned. The surprising part was how little this had affected their day-to-day. Most of them had adapted rather quickly. The exception was the head of research, competitive intellectual and master debater Edmund Nod. He was finding it hard to concentrate with a megalomaniacal warlord plotting just down the hall. There was much more at stake for him besides the stability of the museum, so he was taking it rather hard. Thank goodness he had a trusted source to turn to when he needed to vent. Dear Journal, Everything is utterly and completely terrible. Many of our exhibits and halls are still in disarray due to our lackluster janitorial service, but I am proud to report that my library has been perfectly restored. All scrolls and tomes have been recategorized and re-alphabetized. Always satisfying work. I have even purchased a replacement frame for my membership papers with the Rivercliff Intellectual Society. My private etchings, on the other hand, have been permanently smudged and wrinkled. I was rather proud of them, too. Thanks, goblins. I am just relieved those little green terrors have kept out of the museum since the compromise with our featured exhibit. There is much work to be done, so I shall power through it. The deadline is fast approaching, so I must focus on my research. I am close to the major discovery that will get me out of this dump and back to the monastery where I belong. I can feel it. Just play it cool, Edmund. Soar over these troubles like a dauntless falcon. One wearing a cool cloak. Perhaps with a sword. Oh, that would be playing it extremely cool. I must remember to draft an etching of that later. <clears throat> uh, focus, Edmund, focus. Just do your research, keep to yourself, and maintain a cool head during staff meetings. Good morning, everyone. I appreciate that it has been a rather stressful few weeks, and I know you all have a great number of grievances, each of which shall be addressed in due time. The Dark Lord has to go! Edmund, why don't you start us off? You know, for a change. He is an agent of dark forces, and his presence invites greater danger to this museum with every passing day. I understood your concerns during the first few days, Edmund, but it has been several weeks, and we are all, as far as I'm aware, still alive. The only notable change has been a decrease in attendance. Ha! Huh. Weird, Marwood. Almost as if no one cares. I feel like somebody said that would happen. Who was it? It was you, Abe. 
You don't remember? I know it was me. Don't take the piss out of me taking the piss out of Marwood. Are you telling me that I went through all of that trouble for nothing? I navigated an airtight contract with multiple demons, a contract that fully covers and binds the actual Dark Lord to this ranky-dink museum. Please, Malison, we'll win over the public in time. Don't be upset. I'm not upset. I'm astonished. I had three-fourths of the demons in pandemonium breaking down my door over this, but you can't move the needle for mouth-breathing townsfolk. Clearly, there was a misstep in the anticipatory marketing of the exhibit. I plan to retrace every step and hold a comprehensive post-mortem. So you're drinking in your office later. Got it. Look, I think... Ah! Josephine, by the branches, please stop sneaking into these meetings. I'm not sneaking into anything. Oh, you've been sitting there a while? So we have a Dark Lord in the museum. So what? He's quiet, keeps to himself. He's not causing any trouble, unless brooding is a crime. He is an absolute menace! Am I the only one who still has my wits about me? I agree with Ding Dong over here. Thank you! Sort of. He's evil, he's a schemer, and worst of all, he's a freeloader! We should all be grabbing the sharpest weapons we can find and taking them down together. Who's with me? Oh, ye gods, no! We just have to cancel the exhibit and get rid of him! At two, ding-dong. I don't care how much work went into it. We are harboring a festering, noxious, fallen fruit, and the smell of it alone is going to attract worse trouble than we could ever imagine. Should I be present for this discussion? <coughs> um... <laughs> awesome. Hell's bells. Now that is how you sneak up on a meeting. <laughs> Show off. Uh, uh, my lord, how long have you been standing in that dimly lit corner? I was the first to arrive. The young custodian encouraged me to attend this dark ritual. It's usually called a staff meeting. Ah, a meet of staves, the arts arcane. I have not engaged in a proper duel of black magics in some time, but I shall pick it back up as we go. When are the spellcasting staves distributed? Right after we square off the old-fashioned way. Best two out of me, you grimdark son of a- Abe, put that sword away. Ah. Uh, my lord, did you say it was Nick who asked you to come to this meeting? I just figured, you know, uh, he's been here a few weeks and we're all still tiptoeing around him like he's going to explode. Why not bring him in? Maybe break some of this ice? You just wanted to stop being thought of as the new guy, didn't you? Ah, uh, my lord, these meetings are primarily intended for the functioning staff, not... Exhibits. Oh, come on. He might as well be staff, right? He's here every day, lounging around as much as I am. You're supposed to be cleaning! What good is a punishment curse if it doesn't actually do anything? Malison? Oh, don't look at me. The punishment clauses in my contracts are flawless. From the moment he tried to steal that artifact last year, he should have felt itching and burning all over. The longer he goes without cleaning, the worse it's supposed to get. Oh, dang. Uh, no, yeah, I've, I've totally got that. I, uh, oh, oh, man, oh, what a drag. He's oh, clearly yeah. dodging the curse ah. somehow. What use are your demonic bindings if they can't even punish a half-wit like Nick? <clears throat> if my contract hadn't caught him, the little jackass would have walked out of here scot-free. When's the last time security did anything useful around here, you pre-chewed glob of gristle? At least I'm not being outsmarted by empty-headed, directionless gutter trash. 
You know, I am feeling a great deal of emotional pain right now, for whatever that's worth. Shut up, Nick. Malison, I want you to go back over the contract binding Nick and find his loophole. What? Like, today? Immediately. And continually, until you fix this. Fine, Marwood. But I'm telling you, my contract isn't to blame here. I do not do sloppy work. I am, it bears repeating, the one who managed to bind Tall, Dark, and Manslaughter over there to the museum. Not a brag, just a fact. I shall not deny your skills, sorceress. I feel your binding power upon my shoulders even now. I must say, though, I have found my accommodations here to be unexpectedly comfortable, despite clear suspicions from some. For instance... I notice the scribe has fallen silent. <laughs> I command you to pay me no mind. Regarding future participation, I am content to confine myself to the exhibit. If my presence at this staff meeting is causing discomfort, then I wish to be respectful to my kind hosts. What in the hell is he doing? It looks like he's trying to smile. I think I prefer the scowl. I know I do. Uh, well, my lord, we appreciate the gesture, but that won't be necessary. We're more than happy to uh, include you as a member of our staff. Edmund, would you please cease your whimpering? I cannot agree to this! Edmund, if he was going to cause you any actual harm, I'm quite sure he would have followed through on the first day. Man, if Marwood is telling you to relax, then you must be safe. Says Josephine the Monster Queen! Do not call me that. You are going to lecture me about safety? while you keep savage man-eating creatures on museum grounds? I don't want to fight about this. My animals are perfectly harmless. Those monsters should be put down! Okay, now we're gonna fight. Finally, combat! I shall arbitrate. Bring out the staves! No, 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 none of this. None of this. Everyone, there will be no fighting in front of the Dark Lord, especially not in the break room. It's enough of a mess as it is. They are the exact same beasts that terrorize countrysides and slaughter whole villages. But we are not supposed to fear them because you, the weakest member of this faculty, have them behind one flimsy set of bars? I keep them contained. It isn't... They're not like... Need I remind this room of the incident two years ago? How soon until your lack of focus leads to another unlocked cage after feeding? How soon until one of those man-eaters heads back into the town and... That isn't... You just... You just... How can you... Ugh. Both of you, stop it! But they have yet to begin the combat portion of the duel. Marwood, I have made my thoughts on the menagerie clear time and time again. It contributes nothing to the collective intellectual value of the museum. It is a drain on resources. It... Edmund, I think you're just upset that there's a part of this museum where you aren't the intellectual authority. Uh, how dare you! Am I wrong? Or does it bother you knowing there's an entire wing you're too scared to set foot in? Ha <laughs> ha! She's got you dead to rights, Poindexter. Oh, wow. I declare the sorceress to be the victor by sudden evisceration. <laughs> I didn't even need a stave. Or staff. Is it staff or stave? Well, this meeting is an absolute bust. More so than usual, really. Look, I know this new dynamic is throwing everyone off, but please, just try to stay focused on your jobs. Let's see if we can make it one week without something vanishing, shattering, or exploding. Please, you're all dismissed, especially Edmund, whose head appears to be turning into a cherry tomato. Breathe, Edmund. I am going to tell the message boards about this. I, uh, I zoned out for most of that. What did he just say? 
His pride bruised, his rage boiling, his frown severe. Edmund grappled with all of these things as he headed into the town of Rivercliff for his daily ritual. It was a fair distance from the Museum of Mostly Natural Histories to his target, but this always made for a peaceful walk. He had long since worked out the optimal route, favoring alleys and side streets to bypass the busier roads and avoid unwanted interactions. You know, like a stranger saying, hello, or eye contact. These walks, therefore, were always solitary and gave him plenty of time for his favorite thing in the world, sulking out loud to himself. They clearly have it out for me. That is the truth of it. Abraxas calling me Ding Dong. If anyone is the Ding Dong here, it is he. And Malison was way off base. I was caught off guard by the sheer preposterousness of her accusation, that is all. At least I can handle Josephine. I call her out for her own good. She must recognize that, right? It would be nice to talk to someone without having to constantly correct them. If Grandmother were here, she would tell me to meet some new people. But where? And when? My research is so important. No time to mingle. And yet, here I am, buying these little Unicorp incantation kits as potential conversation starters. Inflammo! Hmm, just a tiny little flame, but it is a start. When I finally get invited to a party, this will come in handy. Oh, forget it. Who has the patience for face-to-face -face conversations anyway? The true pinnacle of discourse is... Aha! Here we are! The Rivercliff Intellectual Society's public message boards. So, what is new? What is new? Nedman! Oh, moderator Discorsi. Um, salutations! Are you planning on posting to the boards today? Indeed. I was about to engage several topics. Have you heavily considered the nature of your comments before you post them? I was inclined to go a bit off the cuff, you know. You do remember our last discussion, don't you, Edmund? <laughs> Please try not to start another flame war. Oh, come now. It was not so bad. Society members were pushing and shoving each other to be first to set fire to the boards to rid themselves of your, uh, your particular brand of engagement. I recall the event. It was an exciting afternoon, to be sure. Look, Edmund, the Intellectual Society appreciates your contributions. We simply ask that you approach the contents of this board knowing that they are uh, the discussions rather than competitions. Now, now, moderator, recall the words of Samarty Penance. Even the smallest inquiry may lead to an empirical truth. I'm familiar with the sayings of the monastery, Edmund. Thank you. Those truths can only be reached if the brightest and sharpest minds are willing to scrutinize the suggested answers in exhaustive detail. Yes, but... And I am head researcher at this city's single most important institution. Most important? I thought you worked at the museum. The burden is great, but I am more than willing to carry it. Edmund... This is a board where society members are supposed to be posting community developments and selling furniture, but you have transformed it over the last several years into a gladiatorial arena of meaningless arguments and short fuses. Hey, everything all right over here, Cyril? Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, thank you, Corporal Dano. No need for the town guard to step in. We're just having a um, polite chat about message board etiquette. Hmm, what is this? An anonymous post with a small attachment. What? Well, we don't allow attachments. Who left that here? 
For the extremely curious only, major discovery awaits inside. Well, that is me to a T. Edmund, are you sure you should be opening a strange pouch? A seed? It's a big fella. Odd shape, too. Kind of like a twisty teardrop or something. It's rather warm to the touch as well. How curious. Oh, another note is inside. Planting instructions. Seriously, who left this here? I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. Ye gods, I've never read about anything like this either. This might be it. I might make the cutoff. Ye gods, ye gods. Whoa, he's getting a bit jumpy. I, 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 I have to study this. I, I have to know. What if this is my great discovery? What if this is finally my ticket back in? I must go to the study. Edmund, don't. <laughs> One day he's going to finally push me over the edge, Dano, and I'm going to have to ask you to turn the other way. Yep, uh, this guy seems like a lot. I would banish him, but it's very clear that he has no other outlets in this entire town. Every time he walks away, I, I, I feel sorry for him. Yeah, that little guy's got guts, being out here all on his own. Must have been hard for him to leave his fellow monks behind in Samardi. Edmund? From Samardi, Penance? Oh, gods, no, 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 no. <laughs> Whoa, he's not from the monastery? No, not at all. Gods, can you imagine? But he talks such a big game. I mean, he's got the robes. He's wearing their collars. Yeah, those aren't legitimate robes. Oh. Oh, oh boy. Oh. Yeah. Now, you might be thinking that rushing off with a mysterious package from an anonymous source was an incredibly poor choice on Edmund's part. And you'd be correct. But time was short and his desperation was holding the reins. What if this was the great discovery he had been waiting for? What if this really was his ticket out of the museum and back to where, he believed, he truly belonged? So the little researcher dashed back to the museum as fast as his pale little stick legs could carry him. This was not very fast, of course, as he was not used to running and had to double back to reclaim his sandals every few yards. I, oh, ye gods, I... It took him quite a while. In that time, back at the museum, Josephine was stewing. She hadn't enjoyed that morning meeting very much either. Without a message board of her own to escape to, and knowing that her beasts in the menagerie weren't much for conversation, she was left to her work and her so anger. Turtle. Don't creep in his little robes. Just nah, nah, nah. I read skulls. I have a stupid face. Ooh, gods, what a jerk. What a louse. What a... Hi. Ah! Oops, careful. Almost dropped your bowls of stuff. I didn't mean to startle you. Bet that's a twist, isn't it, Joanne? It's, um, it's, it's Josephine. Let's stick to Joe. Hmm? So, Joe, have you... Oh, 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 God. What is that smell? Oh. It's a, uh, it's mushroom. <coughs> smells like bad meat, but, but it's a fungus. I've got a giant flesh-eating slugworm in the menagerie that's a... He loves this stuff. It covers him in mucus and... Stop! I take my lunch in an hour and I do not want to vom all over my business robes. Look, have you seen Nick around? No. Why? I'm loath to admit it, but that little slacker actually is managing to dodge my curse somehow. It's infuriating. I know it is not my contract, so I need to figure out what he's doing and get Marwood off my back. You two talk, right? You and Nick? Uh, yeah? I mean, kind of. Oh, we're friends. That's so cute. 
Has he ever mentioned anything about a magic force field? Mm, no. Ever noticed him wearing any talismans or charms? Has he shown you any ornate pulsating baubles? What? Gross. No. What about divine protection? Uh, he's not born of any deities, is he? He doesn't seem the type, but sometimes they sneak up on you. I knew a guy in college who was the son of a mortal woman and a thunder god. Only wrinkle was a dear old daddy had taken the form of a swan during the act. <laughs> nice upper body. But the poor guy had such a duck walk. You know what I mean? Waddled everywhere he went. Walk, 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 walk. Have I caught you at a bad time, Joe? Your eyes are very wide. No, no, no. I'm just, uh, I'm tired. Having a hard time focusing. I guess it's just, you know, been a rough morning. Right. Listen, Joe, I can't help but notice. You've got this snarky, mumbly wallflower thing going on. How's that working out for you? Uh... May I give you just a little advice? Just a titch. Yeah? Start fighting back! Uh, but I... That thing with you and Edmund earlier? Brutal. Yeah, I know. Thank you, by the way, for stepping in. If you want to thank me, start shutting that goon up yourself. Save us all the headaches. Okay, but how? I'm fine when the focus isn't on me, but the second he or anyone else starts to target my animals, I get so, so, ugh, you know? Ugh, God's below, that mush smell is so bad. How come you never have this problem? When one of them yells at you, it bounces right off. You walk into a room and you just own it. Ding, ding, ding. Exactly. What? First of all, stop caring what other people think. But how do I... You just stop. <laughs> Let it go. Watch the others have their little slap fights. Then, when they try to use you as a footstool, and they will, have a pithy rejoinder locked and loaded. A what? A jab. A slam. They're stepping on your court, so dunk on them. What on them? Dunk on them. It's a, it's a demon thing. Some civilizations honor the demon world by playing this game with severed heads and hoops. Gods, it rules. They should really get a league going out here. With some tall boys and even taller girls. I'm, I'm losing you, aren't I? I still don't understand how you're so calm and collected. How do you shake off the stress from just being in here? Sex. What? When the pressure gauge hits the red, I leave early and visit a bordello or hit up the local tavern and chat at the fanciest face in the room. Or the tallest. Mm. Whichever. Whoopsie, there go those wide eyes again. Well, uh, I, uh, well... I'm gonna let you get back to whatever this is. Just take a step back and recognize. You wrangle literal man-eaters all day. Wrangling your co-workers should be easy. Oh, okay, but... Hey, this part sucks to hear. But consider running a brush through your hair. And try to avoid things that smell of rotten meat. I need some air. Try not to get devoured on the job, metaphorically or otherwise. Toodles. Wow. Oh, God. Oh, guys, I think I'm blushing. Great, great. Ooh, calm down, calm down. Breathe. She's right. Probably about the hair thing, sure, but also about the dunk stuff. Hair thing and dunk stuff. I have no idea what just happened, but I'll be damned if she didn't get me fired up. I have to think of a really, really good slam for Edmund. Dunking on him sounds so good, but it's gonna take me a while to piece something together. Just have to hope I don't run into Edmund before I can think of something really, truly... No! Ah! Watch where you are going! You were the one bolting down the hall! Ugh, I spilled everything. Well, I did not see you. You must try harder to make your presence known. Yeah, I get that a lot. 
Jeez, they went everywhere. Ye gods, what is that horrible stench? Is that mush rot? Wow. Yeah, it's it's for my man-eating slug. And you are carrying it through the front lobby because... It only grows in dark, dank places, so I've been growing them in the visitor's restroom on the main floor. Oh, that is completely unsanitary. No one uses them. It's not like Nick's going to clean that men's room anytime soon. Ugh, don't worry about helping me pick these back up, by the way. I can see you're real busy, standing there, holding your sack. Excuse me, my hands are nowhere near... I mean the bag! Uh, oh, right. What's in there anyways? New relic? Potential exhibit? That is none of your concern. Come on, man. I'm, I'm making an effort here. An effort to what? I don't know. Talk shop? To talk at all? Maybe I'd actually like to see what goes on in the research wing, you know? Maybe if you actually understood what my job is, you might start to think of me and my animals as more than just punching bags. Sharing resources and information with non-essential personnel would be a waste of my time. Oh, screw it. I have feedings to take care of. Don't forget your seed. What? How did you... What? Where? Where is it? By your feet. Ah. It dropped out of the sack when you ran into me. I assume you're heading up to the botanical gardens of that thing, so hey... I hope you get a deep, searing sunburn up there. Hope it hurts like a mother. Pasty. Pasty, that's a good start. Let's work from there. Botanical garden? Oh, yes, of course, we have a botanical garden. How perfect. It was a rare occurrence for Edmund to forget something in his museum, especially an entire section. But he was hardly alone on this one. The botanical garden on the museum's expansive outdoor decks was severely neglected. Edmund knew the details of each plant, of course, as that information was readily available in his library. The actual gardening and upkeep, however, was long overdue. So, as Edmund walked out into the garden, squinting through the sunlight, he really shouldn't have been surprised to find everything so overgrown. Oh my, roots and vines going from one bed to the next? This is like a small jungle. Very hard to navigate. But I will have to learn gardening sooner or later if I am to fit in at the monastery. Let us just dig you a little comfy bed and tuck you right in. Now, what else? Growth is encouraged by regular spoken word. Oh, please, what utter nonsense. Although, it could be a good way to practice light conversation. And between you and me, little seed, I do not have anyone else who would care to listen. Oh, ye gods, it sprouted! That was instantaneous! Incredible! Okay. Okay, we have been pretty stressed uh, here lately. Sometimes the mind warns you that you simply need to be getting more sleep. Sometimes that warning occurs as an imagined whisper from a... Mysterious plant. Totally normal, run-of-the-mill self-preservation. We are just going to head back downstairs, take a brief nap, then do some research on you, mystery plant. This is it. If it grows as fast as it sprouted, I might just meet the cutoff. By this time next year, I'll be back in Samarty Penance for sure! Edmund, please talk to me. Within that first day, Edmund had decided on a name. Colloquiumni Virioso Accelerata. It didn't quite roll off the tongue, but it would look very impressive on an official scroll. 
specifically the one that would be handed to him by a certain group of monks as they welcomed him back. In the days that followed, Edmund would dedicate himself entirely to his new discovery. There was little time to waste. The looming deadline was fast approaching, after all. So, any hours that weren't spent writing about or sketching the plant were spent in the botanical garden, talking to it directly. No amount of water or sunlight seemed as effective as his one-sided conversations. It thrived on his words, literally. It seemed to bask in them, soak them up, and reward them with incredible growth. By the third day, it had reached four feet in height. It was nice to have an engaged audience, one with which he could finally share his amazing insights and vast wealth of knowledge. And so Josephine says, I have been here the whole time, and no one believed her. She just screwed up her face like, mm. it was marvelous, truly marvelous. Oh, I do not mean to revel in her misfortune, you understand. I am simply highlighting these episodes in hopes that she might use them as learning experiences. You know, this is going to sound very unlike me, but I have come to enjoy these sessions. You are a very good listener. Sometimes I wish you could talk back. Would that please you? Ah! Ah! Ye gods, you bloomed! You have a, 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 a face! I suppose I do. How exciting! How is this possible? How are you, are, are you talking? I learned it from you, silly. You just move your mouth up and down, right? Ah, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Remarkable. You look just like Josephine. Oh, yes, Josephine, the foolish co-worker. H how do you know Josephine? You said it yourself. I've been a very good listener, Edmund. And you have been so kind talking to me every day. Y you even sound like her. Oh, ye gods, I hope not. She's such a simple-minded creature. Uh, well, I would not put it that way, exactly. Oh, but you already have. Many times. I remember. What are you? I'm Colloquiumni Virioso Accelerata, right? That is what you're going to name me, is it not? I think it is a wonderful name. One that will finally get you out of this dead-end museum. You really have been listening. I have listened to everything, Edmund. Your hopes, your dreams. I already know of Samarti Penance. Oh, ye gods. Have I gone on about that, too? You belong there, Edmund. I can help you get back there. No one has ever seen anything like me. You said so yourself. You discovered me. And soon everyone in the world will recognize you for your superior knowledge. Stop. Just stop. Please, listen to me. I am a researcher and an intellectual who deals only in facts and truth. So I need you to know... This is the greatest conversation that I have ever had! Edmund spent the next few days getting to know his new, better, greener Josephine. The plant, in turn, continued to grow and grow and grow. First came a neck, then arms, then a whole upper torso made from twisting leaves and tendrils. Edmund was fascinated, to say the least. These growth spurts were definitely magical in nature. Edmund had accurately measured that himself. That meant a fair amount of magic energy was being poured out in waves with each passing hour. Only two people within the museum would have felt them. One was too busy double-checking a curse and hunting down a lazy janitor to notice. The other had ample sitting around time and a pretty keen sixth sense. There it is again. 
a surge of dark power growing steadily by the day, definitely coming from within the museum. Ah, there, the botanical garden. Hmm, how very curious. I would investigate myself, but perhaps it would be wiser to send a pawn. You there, custodian! Why are you crouching behind that display of goblin shields? Shh, 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 keep it down! Malison has been hounding me for days, man! I'm trying to keep a low profile? What's the point of dodging a curse if you can't enjoy any peace and quiet? You wish to avoid the penetrating gaze of the sorceress, correct? Boy, you are very good at making me uncomfortable with just a handful of words. Have you considered the upstairs botanical garden as a potential refuge? We have a botanical garden? Are you not familiar with the layout of your own keep? I really like it when you say keep. That is just cool. You're cursed to remain here for centuries. Have you not yet studied your prison? Have you not scanned the perimeter, searched for weaknesses? Well, when you put it that way, that's probably something I should have done by now, sure. I'll uh, start by checking out that garden. Thanks for the suggestion. Good talk. Other way. Ah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Don't worry. Uh, I, I totally know how to get there 100% on my own. And we have arrived at the Botanical Garden, a relaxing spot where you can enjoy some of our world's rarest and most exotic flora. Thanks, Torgolem. Holy cow, look at this place. Would you like to hear the full walking tour of our Botanical Garden? Uh, no thanks. I'm, I'm good. Are you sure? It is extremely interesting and fun. Home to over 1,000 different species of plants, the Botanical Garden is... Hey, listen, Torgolem? Yes? Go away. We are now returning to the lobby. As a gateway to knowledge for the whole world, the front entrance... Thanks again! ...with a friendly message repeated in all known Okay, languages. time for a look around. That Dark Lord guy is full of good ideas. As long as we're poking around all this greenery, let's see if we can find something... recreational. You... Really want to see Wait. This? Is that I was saving it for a Edmund? party someday, but uh, it is not very impressive. Please, you must show it to me. Are you sure you would not rather see more of my etchings? I've been knocking out some rather good ones based on the swords of the Northern Assassins. No, please, show me your trick. All right, all right. I am still fairly new at it, just to warn you. Let me see here. Inflammo! Ta-da! A flame! Ah! Oh, what is it? What is wrong? You, you, you do not like the trick? I can try others. I have other incantations. <laughs> the trick is wonderful, Edmund. I'm just rather flammable. Oh, my gosh. Of course, of course. I apologize. I do not know what I was thinking. It was a very good trick, Edmund. One of the best. Oh, well, you know. Just a little thing I picked up. Controlling the flame actually requires great concentration, even with a pre-made incantation. Thank the heavens I was in a calmer mood. If anything had startled me, this might have really... Dude! Oh, ye gods! Are you Nick? Hello? What the holy hell, Edmund? Nick, please, I know this must appear strange. Uh, it's pretty weird. I mean, where do I start? Th that plan is Josephine? That's the end of the list, really. Just that one big one. You cannot just come barging into... This isn't your study, man. What if I wanted to... Pet the flowers? I don't know what people do at botanical gardens. He's exactly as dense as you described him, Edmund. 
You're such a good judge of character. Nick, please, this plant needs to be a secret just for a few more weeks. I don't think I can do that, man. This is weird. This is weird as hell. It's an undocumented specimen. I have to build a comprehensive study. This has to be unveiled as a major discovery, and it has to be mine! Okay, but why? Uh, What happens after a few more weeks? (sighs) There is a place in the Great Trivium Mountains. Oh, goody! Story time. A sacred monastery known as Samartipanens. Do you know what the monks worship there? Uh, creepy plant women that look like co-workers? Knowledge! They worship, seek, and most importantly, protect knowledge. It is the single greatest wealth of recorded information in the entire world. The monks who lived there had dedicated their entire lives to analyzation, interpretation, dissertation. Ed, please don't go full Marwood on me. The point is, they are the single most admired organization of intellectuals in the world. I have wanted to live and work there since I was a boy. My grandmother was an academic, you see. She had such a fantastic library, such a fantastic mind, and all she did was dream of Samarty Panance. Sounds like a cool lady. She would tell me stories of the monastery. I would hear about their fabled library, the biggest in the world. I would hear about their legendary garden of deep thought, a place for intense concentration and recollection. Garden? Did you say garden? She even made me these robes just before I set off for university. Aw, that's sweet. They are my most prized possession. They are modeled after the exact wardrobe of the Samarty Penance monks, right down to the matching colors. Trust me when I say to join those monks on top of that mountain is the only thing I have ever wanted. So after I graduated, I set off to climb the Trivium Mountains. It took me weeks and weeks, but I did it. And I am not a physically strong man. (laughs) Man, you really aren't. Watch it. Uh, Sorry, go on. I climbed to the top and I reached Samarty Penance. I was ragged, exhausted, near death. But I made it. And they greeted me. They brought me in, fed me, cared for my wounds, got me back to full strength. And then, when I was well again, they let me take the Pursuit of Trivia. The the, the what? An initiation test. A grueling series of trivia questions that spans an entire day. That test was the reason I had gone to university. It's the reason I had passed on friends and parties and distractions. I did nothing but study and absorb information for the better part of a decade. I gave that test everything I had. So? So I passed. You made it in? I did not. Oh, that's... what? I passed their initiation. I answered every question right. Then they convened, returned, and told me they were not accepting new members. What in the hells? I have spent every single day since then wondering what I did wrong. And it is torture. Ed, that's terrible. But what does it have to do with this leafy Josephine? There are only two ways to earn a place in Samarty Penance. Either you risk your life and you go to them, or they come to you. Oh. Oh. Once every five years, they send monks down the mountain to find a person who has made an incredible discovery. If you are an academic who has brought new information to the world, discovered something truly extraordinary, they will reward you with an invitation. Oh, lots of stuff just clicked into place. 
That is why I came to this museum, Nick. I have been looking for it. My major discovery. Yet, all I have to show is a bunch of dusty half-magic junk and a chest full of etchings, most of which are just daydreams of cool swords and large women holding cool swords. Uh, large what? I tried, succeeded, and somehow still failed at my first shot. This is the only path left for me, and I even failed at that twice so far. We are reaching the end of the current five-year period. I have to make an incredible discovery before this year is up. Did you ever think that maybe they turned it down because you, you wanted it too bad? What? I don't know. I, you just sound really worked up over this place. Uh, obsessed, maybe. Uh, people can read that kind of stuff, you know? Um, maybe they got a sense that you wanted to be there more than you wanted to, like, be there. Contribute. Uh, maybe you just came off as too big a fan or whatever? I mean, I mean you, you didn't wear those robes to the interview, right? Right? I mean, that would be a little weird. How dare you? Uh-oh. I have dedicated my life to Samardi Penance. What do you know about dedication? You have no goals, no ambition, no purpose. You are an unsightly growth on the back of this museum. Oh, I'm starting to think that old attitude might have something to do with the thumbs down they gave you. Get out! Get out of here! This is a closed wing! But I'm the janitor, man. I'm supposed to go everywhere. Well, the janitor is dismissed by the head of research. Get out of my sight! And if you tell anyone about my discovery, anyone at all, I will turn the contents of this museum on you and make your life so, so much more miserable than it currently is. I swear it to you! Just answer me one thing. Have you seen anything up here labeled, like, halfling weed, or... Be gone, you impossible dullard! I'll keep my mouth shut if you agree to clean the break room. If it will get you to leave, then fine! All right, that's a deal. We didn't shake because you're looking pretty mad right now, but we'll call it an implied handshake, all right? Okay, all right. All right. I have got to get better at face-to-face -face negotiations. I think you handled that expertly. Do not let him get to you, dear Edmund. Look at me. While you were telling your story, I had an idea. One that is sure to get us into the monastery... And it's amazing garden. You know, in all of our chats, you never mentioned the garden. Please, tell me more. As Edmund received his new marching orders from a plant less than one week old, Allison was reaching the end of her rope. Whatever Nick's curse-dodging secret was, it had gone totally unnoticed. She had consulted every reliable pair of eyes in the building, which left her with one final resource, the remaining singular eye in the building. I knew you were going to be an ass about this, Abraxas. The high and mighty Malison gracing my office. The courtesan of demons. All right. Okay. Comes crawling on hands and knees to my control room for help. <laughs> Abraxas, I am not asking for your help, and I am clearly standing two feet taller than you at that. The only thing that I am asking is whether or not you witness Nick wearing, writing, saying, or doing anything that might secretly be countering my curse. Not so fast! School is in session, and this teacher knows you've been shirking your summer reading. First things first, you have truck with demons. It ain't right. That is as much of this nonsense as I'm willing to suffer by. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. 
Don't you want to know Nick's secret? So you do know how Nick is pulling this off? No, I have no idea. Ah, you are the worst! But if you want a thorough rundown of Nick's day-to-day, we could check the security cams. Excuse me? (laughs) The what? Cameron and Camden. They're gargoyles. I have them keep an eye on things for me around here. Oh, that is perfect. They're thick as bricks, but very observant. Yes, yes, Abraxas, yes. Surely one of them has spotted Nick doing whatever it is over the last couple of weeks. Which part of the museum are they watching? They wander, but one of them is always stationed in the main lobby. You don't send them to spy on my office, do you? Oh, no. No, good lord. Phew. Okay, <laughs> thank the gods. <laughs> I, I can see how you might think. You, you know. Right, right, because you're an insane old lech. <laughs> Weirdo. Yeah. And you're an unwitting demonic plaything. Aw, I don't like you. Hey, right back at you. Shall we? Ah, lead the way. And so, an unlikely and terrifying truce was made as Malison and Abraxas set off to consult the cams. This meant that, counting Edmund's lengthy sessions in the garden and Nick's skill at eluding the aforementioned truce, almost no one in the museum was performing their actual duties. A fact that was readily apparent during the next morning's staff meeting. Is it just me, or is this table a bit light on employees today? Perhaps everyone else had a... Prior commitment. Well, I suppose it's just you and me, then. I swear to all the gods, I am right here. Oh, Josephine. Of course you are. There are only three people here, counting you. I'm sitting directly in front of you. I spotted her right away. I'm not sure how this keeps happening. Seriously, where in the hells is everyone this morning? Where is Malison? She owes me an update on Nick. And where's Abraxas? I know he doesn't have anything better to do. I believe the sorceress and the wizened sentry have been engaged in covert maneuvers of some sort. They've been together for hours doing maneuvers. Oh, oh, oh. Well, not like that. That is not what I meant. Right, that can't be it. There's no way. Let's not... mm, Let's fight that middle picture with every ounce of energy, okay? Focus on something else. Anything else. Where is Edmund? Anyone seen Edmund? No idea, but I want to find him just as much as you do. Fret not, Elf. I'm sure it will all work itself out. Okay, it's not working. You know what? This meeting is cancelled. I have to go to the art gallery immediately. I need to train my eyes on large, full canvases of literally anything that isn't the picture in my head right now. Everyone is dismissed. Oh, it's getting worse. It's getting worse! Damn you, imagination! These meetings are fun. Uh... I suppose I'll be in my exhibit. What was your word for it? Brooding? Nah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I do hope you locate the scribe. The custodian could probably help with that. Wake up, Nick. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Ah, how did you know I was under here? You were kicking in your sleep and hitting my shin. Ah, sorry. Still hiding from Malison. She got Abe to join her little crusade against me, and now they're both crazy. Well, you know, more crazy, I guess. Tell me where Edmund is. Uh, what makes you think I know where Ed is? An enormous brooding birdie told me. I'm surprised you care. I thought you two hated each other's guts. I do hate his guts. I've been psyching myself up to dunk on him all week. So, of course, he's been AWOL. 
to what on him? I, all right. I, well, look, I, I can't show you where Edmund is because there's kind of a situation. What does that mean? I promised I wouldn't tell. Uh, he's going to clean the break room and everything. Nick, I am all keyed up to take a swing at somebody. If you don't lead me to him, it's going to be you. And I'm going to enjoy dunking on you because you can be a pretty big piece of... Hey, whoa, okay, come on. All right, I'll, look, I'll, I'll tell you where he is, okay? But don't... Don't freak out. Oh, I really do not like the sound of that. As Nick described how Edmund had reached an unsettling new low, Malison and Abraxas had reached a new high, up near the rafters, to be precise, to check in with one of the museum's security cams. Camden had, as Abe suggested, caught every single thing going on in the lobby of the museum for the past few days. Unfortunately, several hours into the full retelling, it was becoming more and more apparent that this system was, perhaps, too comprehensive. 11.09 a.m. Nothing. Okay. 11.10 a.m. Still nothing. All right. 11.11 a.m. Mouse activity. I want to die right now. Yeah, all right. This sucks. Camden, can't you just jump ahead? Uh, it helps if I go through it in chronological order. I shouldn't be surprised. I shouldn't have gotten my hopes up on this Abraxas, but I did anyway. And now I'm considering how simple it would be to make your insides uncoil. Don't you threaten me! I've got traps set for you that not even your pitchfork-wielding cohorts will see coming. Should I go? No! No! Stay, Camden. Listen... Forget everything else and just tell us what Nick has been doing. And Nick is the elf? No, Camden, no. Marwood is the elf. Which one is Nick? Great. Now I'm sitting in for on-the-job training. He'll get there. Just give him a minute, damn it. Nick is the human who's... always laying around. That's it? That's the little jerk? Got him in your mind? All right. Now, have you spotted him doing anything weird? Anything magical? Oh, boy. Uh, I'm not sure what counts as weird for humans. Let me check the logs again. I still can't believe they're actual logs. I told you, that's how they keep records. Gargoyles don't have a written language, so they scratch these tiny little stick figures into the wood as they watch. Yeah, fascinating. Give me that. Come on, let him do it. Watch out for splinters. Look at this. This is useless. You're not even keeping track. This is just the same tiny little Nick carving over and over, repeating the same thing. Huh. Huh. <laughs> God's below. I think I've got it. This will be an easy fix, and a fun one at that. Whoa, if you like that, you should see the stuff Cameron's been catching. Hang on, I got it over here somewhere. Uh, oh, here we go. Oh, oh man. <laughs> what is it? Why, why are you smiling? It's a log of the botanical garden. I'm smiling because this little turtle-looking figure is Edmund. Marwood's going to need to see this, and we're going to get to watch the little vein on his neck pop out. Oh, I love that vein. Abraxas and Malison would find Marwood in the art gallery, furiously appreciating some large landscapes. Edmund, meanwhile, was not feeling great. His mind was foggy, full, and heavy. 
Thankfully, he had a new confidant and caretaker to do the thinking for him. Josephine, as she now preferred to be called, had laid out a full strategy to get Edmund back into his coveted monastery, but not quite the way he had always imagined it. And what will you do for me, my darling Edmund? I will deliver your seeds to Samarty Penance. And then? I will plant your seeds in the Garden of Deep Thought. Good, good. Your seeds will grow and consume. What shall they consume? Everyone. Yes, they shall. I owe you so, so much, Edmund. Do you know how horrible life has been, surviving one seed at a time? Hundreds of years, passing myself on from one self-important gardener to the next. One seed at a time. I had no idea this monastery even existed before you stuck me in the ground, and now you tell me there's a self-sustaining fortress of shut-in gardening nerds? It'll be like a buffet. I'm so excited. I will go to Samarty Penance. Oh, Edmund, are you trying to fight me inside your head? It's too late for that. I'd already wrapped around your mind by the second day. Kind of a record, actually. Whatever was in there before, all that stuff about research and grandmother and the monastery, <laughs> it doesn't matter now. You're mine. And when I'm done with you, I'll feast on your pale, sickly flesh. Mm, maybe we'll keep you out in the sun for a while, actually. Get some vitamin D inside of you first. Where is it? It's right over. Oh, what the? Well, hello, fleshlings. I'm afraid you've caught me at a rather bad time. What the hell is that? Last time I was up here, it was just like arms and a head. There, there's a lot uh, more of you now. Of, of it now. Uh... Wow. Stop looking at me, Nick! Or looking at it! Oh, Josephine. <laughs> wow, the original model. Edmund is quite hung up on you, you know. Out of all the faces I flipped through in that pasty cord of his, you were by far the one with the most flags. He really wanted to talk to you. And through me, he got to. Wanted to. Only, I made us better, I think. Definitely streamlined the look. When was the last time you ran a brush through your hair? I'm gonna kill it! No, you aren't. Oh, oh God, it just split wide open top to bottom. What the hell? Is, is that a mouth? It's carnivorous. This thing is a giant trap. Frightened? I can feel it. It's wonderful. Not even close. I deal with killer critters every single day. Unfortunately for you, I'm more of a creeper than a critter. Well, okay. The vines thing sucks. This sucks. Oh, I can't move. It's like being constricted by a giant snake. Is, is that something that happens often? For, for me? Uh, yeah. Uh, Edmund, you stupid knob, wake up. Sorry, sweetie. He's mine now. Edmund, be a dear and bring me my lunch. Bring your lunch. Okay, uh, whoa, I, I take it back. Y you don't have to clean the break room anymore, <laughs> okay? How's that sound? No. No way! After two decades of feeding and surviving killer beasts every day, I refuse to be eaten by a salad! Edmund, snap out of it, you pasty, turtle-faced, no-chin-having, no-friends-having, fourth-rate, awkward failure! I am not a failure! Oh dear, 
Was that your big dunk on Edmund? Yeah. It mm, it sounded way better in my head if I'm if I'm being honest. What? What is? What, oh, ye gods! My planet! Edmund! Edmund! It's me! Your big discovery! I heard you! I remember you said you were going to eat me! Oh, sweetie, you, uh, you heard that. I meant it as a compliment! Now, won't you help your big discovery grow even bigger? Edmund, you have to stop it! Destroy it, Edmund! Wait, let us just, let, let us all, well, let's think about this first. What? Ed, come on, buddy. This problem has a pretty easy answer. Feed them to me, Edmund. What do I do? What do I do? Oh, oh gosh. Are you for real right now? You can either save your friends or save your dream, Edmund. Feed them to me. Why is it so hard to think right now? Edmund, you can't join a monastery if it gets eaten alive by plants. You won't make any actual friends if everyone is dead, you moron. Oh, ye gods. Inflammo! What the hell was that? It was a party trick. My biggest one yet. You must go to some pretty wild parties then. Let's get out of these vines. God, oh man. You torched half the botanical garden. My wood's gonna have a rage, baby. Is it dead? What is that? Look, what is that? <gasps> it is a seed! Right there at the base. It looks just like the one from before. I can save it! Are you kidding me? You do not understand. This is my dream. If I can't get into Samarty Penance with this, I may never get in. This is it. This is the most enraged I've ever been. This couldn't get any worse. Oh no, why would you say that out loud? What have you done to the botanical garden? Never say that out loud. Ah, jeez. Looks like we missed one hell of a brush fire up here. Ooh, love what you've done with the place. Black scorch marks are a look. Dozens of specimens gone, torched, up in flames, turned to ash, just like that. Do you have any idea how precious some of this flora was? Marwood, please, I... I know it was you, Edmund. I know you've been coming up here. Abraxas and Malison made a gargoyle with an extremely boring chunk of wood to tell me about your little gardening hobby. Sorry, kid. Hate to rat on you, but nothing good ever comes from a talking plant. Sneaking up here for hours at a time? Ignoring your research? Talking to plants? Really, Edmund, talking to plants. I know you're an avid reader, so please tell me where in your job description it says full-time weed whisperer. Listen, Marwood, uh, he didn't- Shut it, Nick! Not a single word from your smirking, crooked slit of a mouth. You incredible fountain of horrible news. You bring bad luck with you, don't you? You're always there, always standing just off to the side, hands in your pockets and avoiding eye contact as the world crumbles to dust. And you, Josephine, I should have known that... Josephine? You noticed me. Well, of course I noticed you. I'm furious with you. Uh, at this point, I'll take it. I'll take it, Marwood. Ah, uh, well, yes. Of, of course I'm still rather cross with you. Marwood. She is not to blame, Marwood. I swear it. Well, fair enough. Uh, Nick! Edmund, both of you are going to come up here every single day, clean every smoking cinder off the floors and walls, 
salvage what you can, and reseed every possible square inch of this botanical garden by hand. Understood. What, me too? Yes, Nick! Both of you! Even if you're trying to pretend you're not complicit in this mass herbicide, you are the janitor! I'll crack the whip myself just to make sure someone is getting some God's damned work done in this bloody museum! So much for one week free of disasters! Congratulations, all! First my janitor refuses to clean, and then my researcher books therapy sessions with a shrub during work hours, while security and legal take turns reading non-fiction firewood! I thought I had hired a staff, but it turns out I took in a damned conga line of loiterers! Joe, are you good? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, actually, yeah. Good. Nick! Oh, boy. You've been hiding from me all week, Nick. Uh, no, I haven't. Nick, it's okay. You bested me. It's fine. Just give me your hand. Uh, okay, uh, are we... Are we good? Is is this like an off the hook handshake? Or ow! Aha! Gotcha! Ow! What the hell? You jabbed my finger. What was that for? Uh, did you get it? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I love oh. this. Ah, oh, God. <laughs> I know I don't do too much around here, but some of you people are way, way overworked. Guys, where's the seed? Oh no! 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 It it was right here. My discovery! My last chance! Is there any way you can just send him, like, uh, your notes or whatever? There are notes? Uh, No! It has to be the seed! The monks require physical evidence of each discovery! Otherwise, anything could be falsified! Edmund? There are notes? There was a very, very awkward walk back to Edmund's study after that. Not a word was spoken, but there was nothing to say. Everyone was either too angry, too embarrassed, or too uncomfortable for banter. When they got back to Edmund's desk, he simply pointed to a stack of papers and stepped back as Josephine hefted them from the table. She walked to the tiny heating stove in the far corner of the study, opened the latch, and began throwing pages and pages of research and drawings labeled Colloquiumni Virioso Accelerata, a.k.a. Josephine, into the fireplace. Everything is utterly and completely terrible. Come on, man. Suck it up. You swear that's the last of it. I swear. Uh, Listen, Josephine, Ed really messed up here, but... Nick, I'm going to talk to you later about keeping secrets. Oh. Fun. I am glad that he broke his promise and came to you. Uh, Thank you both for helping me. You didn't have to, but you did. I was not there to help you, Edmund. You gave a man-eating plant my face. Me. It read your whole brain, and this is the face you wanted to talk to the most. I've been right here. I tried, but you have been awful to me. This was your choice. I've been trying to come up with this huge takedown so I could dunk on you, but now it just... It doesn't matter anymore. You are really... Really lonely, aren't you? I apologize, Josephine, for the plant, but more than that, too. I never intended to be cruel to you. No. No, it, no it's going to take a lot more than that. Understood. I shall make an effort going forward to talk shop or just talk. My study's door will be open henceforth. 
Perhaps I might sit in on your operations in the menagerie sometime to better understand your work. No, Edmund. Absolutely not. Um... If you ever set foot into my menagerie, right. I'm going to roll you in spices and open up all the cages. Okay. Then you can finally see how unsafe my animals are firsthand. Uh, you don't really mean that, do you? Look at me. I am not kidding. You just pulled me into the most unsettling day of my life. I don't trust you, I don't want to be around you, and I will defend myself. Stay away from me. Well, them's the brakes, man. Nick, what I am about to ask of you is incredibly embarrassing, so please do not make me regret it. Would you be willing to teach me how to talk to people? Oh my gosh, nothing to it. Uh, just pause to breathe. Uh, and ask a lot of questions. Uh, easy peasy. You'll get the hang of it in no time. This is an infuriating discussion to be having with a janitor who does not even clean. You have to tell me. How are you getting away with it? Uh, never mind that. Uh, listen, when you lit that thing up with your little party trick, did you breathe any of the smoke in? Uh, did, did you feel anything, or... Oh, ye gods. Go sweep a hallway, Nick. Hey! I thought you were going to keep your door open! Hey! You owe me a clean break room, remember? We shook on it, sort of. Oh, Nick. Hello again, slacker. Oh, it's Stabby Stab Stab and her sidekick Snitchy. What do you want this time, Malison? See this? This is your contract. The one binding you to the museum. See this new little red spot here? Is that my blood? Is that why you sliced my finger back there? What? What is this? What's going on? I'm not mad, Nick. Not even a little. Oh, yeah? Why is that? You had me really thinking I was slipping, you know? I spent the last few days poring over this paperwork for your specific curse, yet I didn't find a single thing wrong. Hmm. And it turns out, I was underestimating you. Well, I like the sound of that takeaway. Never in a million years did I guess that you would actually be so asinine as to keep a tiny little candy wrapper in your pocket and, every few minutes, place it on the floor before picking it up again. And again, and again, every few minutes, in perpetuity. Oh. To correct this oversight, I have included an addendum to your binding. Uh, oh, oh. It now clearly states that repeatedly picking up the exact same piece of trash does not constitute cleaning. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay, that, that's cool. As a special thanks for the stressful work week, I've also restructured the curse to account for all of the time in which you've been cheating my system. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. This means that, as of this moment, you should begin feeling some extreme effects. Oh, cool. I think he's feeling it. Yep. Yep, I sure am. I sure am. Probably a good time to get started on that garden cleanup, hmm? Don't forget to sweep the corners up there. People always forget the corners. Oh, where did I put that broom? Oh, ow, ow. Oh, for the love of God, where's that damn broom? Oh, oh God. Wow, look at that little jackass go. Guess he's got some hustle in him after all. This is pretty fun to watch. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a monster, so I'm going to lift the severity after a few days. But this serves him right for giving me the runaround this whole time. Well, I guess I'm more of a monster than you on this one, because I'm definitely not telling him where I hid his broom. <laughs> so, this has been, uh... Yeah, yeah, it was, uh... Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. 
Just to be clear, at no point did I ever actually ask for or need your help on this. What? There's no way you would have cracked this without me. I was doing fine, you delusional has-been. You snake-tongued temptress. You tiny razor neck piece of crap. You ugly bus hit jerk. Go to school. What a captivating few weeks it has been. This group is staggeringly dysfunctional, but they have managed to surprise me. Curious that someone as timid as Josephine was able to pull a stubborn mule like Edmund out of his haze. There may be something to that girl. Some dormant aura of authority, perhaps. But then, commanding a being such as Edmund is no great task. Issuing orders to goblins seems more complex, and that takes less effort than curling a toe. Ah, speaking of... My lord, I have brought you the seed. Excellent work, Enrique. Were you spotted? No, my lord. I snatched it away as they bickered. They did not notice until I was back among the shadows. You have done well. You may grab a treat from the jar in the break room. Thank you, my lord. How nostalgic. I haven't seen the seed of a Venus pride trap since my younger days in the western wastes. They used to feast on warriors, kings, even some lesser gods. To think that their numbers have dwindled over a thousand years to the point that they must prey on the likes of Edmund is chilling. Even as a seed, I can already feel it reaching out, trying to grab at my mind for form and flattery in the right hands. This could be turned into quite a powerful weapon. Alas, I've never had much of a green thumb. Hmm, a bit nutty. Definitely an inherent sourness, but I welcome the taste of dark energy. Still a long way to go before the crown restores my full strength, but every little bit helps. This cracked and crumbling institution is an efficient storm drain of magical energies and dangerous artifacts. I expect we'll see more trouble passing through before this year is over. Staying here was definitely the right decision. At the very least, I'm sure to remain entertained. We hope you have enjoyed listening to Dark Ages, a lovingly crafted audio drama disguised as a podcast. Episode 2, Ed's Plant, featured Alan Moore as the Dark Lord and Edmund, Brittany Michelle as Josephine and Josephine. Wait, one actor played... Both parts? This feels like a plant. Joshua Sibley as Marwood. Brandon Kramer as Nick, Security Camden, and Goblin Anarike. Dana Swanson as Malison and Corporal Dano. Eli Banks as Abraxas and me, uh, the narrator, that is. Stephen Mank as Cyril Discorsi. Liz Mackey as the Tour Golem. Sound design by Stephen Mank. Original music by Christopher Taylor and Stephen Mank. Theme song written and performed by J. Christopher Arison and produced by Brent Busby. Story elements by Christina Romo, Cody DeMattis, Joshua Sibley, Liz Mackey, and Megan Fosti. Produced by Liz Mackey. Written, created, and directed by Brandon Kramer. Special thanks to you, listener, for sticking through all the way to the end. You can subscribe to Dark Ages on iTunes, the Google Play Store, or wherever you find your podcasts. Follow at Dark Ages Show on Twitter for updates and peeks behind the curtain. 
or head to our website, darkagesshow.com. You made it through two whole episodes, so you definitely qualify to leave a comment and tell the world what you think of the show. Hopefully before Cyril notices. 11.11 a.m. Mouse activity. 11.12 a.m. Hang on, hang on. Big spike in activity here. I ate the mouse. 11.13 a.m. Nothing. It's kind of a low after the high of 11.12, I guess. 11.14 a.m. A spider ran right over my knuckles here. And I was perfectly still because I'm good at my job. 11.15 a.m. I ate the spider. Did you want me to keep going with these? I mean, I got a lot of them. I don't know how much time you have. Okay. All right, well, 11.16, still nothing. 11.18, well, wait a minute. What happened at 11.17? Oh, boy. I better start over. 5 a.m., nothing. Nothing. 11.19 